Uncommon Commons is a horror anthology podcast written and recorded by George Plank and Alex Vitale. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Today's story is Alma Tell Us by George Plank. And then I say, I've never seen a baby that big. Get it? Get what? You walked into the room and said, and then I say, I've never seen a baby that big. What am I supposed to be getting? You wouldn't get it. Well, did you at least find anything interesting? After this place got restructured, it's been difficult getting around. Yeah, let's see. I did find a pool. That's good. Well, I was looking for the bathroom at the time. Nothing good can last. And I found the mailbox. Where was it? Where do you think? By the front door? Nope. Guess again. Uh, I give up. It was right by Doreen Wimbledon's room. Who? Miss Wimbledon? Haven't you two met? You two would get along swimmingly. How did you two meet in the first place? Like I said, I was looking for the bathroom, and I saw something dart out of the darkness. Naturally, I did what anyone would do if they saw a strange figure in the shadows. Run. I followed it. It turned out to be just a cat. It led me back to one of the apartments and started scratching at the door. I opened it and the room was floor to ceiling with cats. The little guy joined the others and I heard a muted garbled voice introduce itself as Doreen Wimbledon and thank me for returning her cat. I'm sorry, but we've been here how long? And we haven't seen anyone else. I find that difficult to believe. It's not that far-fetched, Jane. There's a big void out there. Do you really think we're alone in all this? I want to believe. I really do. Wait, you said you found the mailbox? Yeah. Have we gotten anything recently? Landlords usually send out postcards or something about construction in the area. Just our stories for the week. Well, it's something. Go ahead, we can look around while you read. The sun rose to greet a sprawling metropolis of a city. The city was already far too busy to even acknowledge that the sun had even gone down in the first place. Across the multi-tiered street levels, cars brushed back and forth at near-impossible speeds. Even the high-rise apartments keeping a vigilant watch over the city were not free from the early morning rush. Claire had slept through about seven of her alarms and was now thrown into a full-blown panic because she knew that the eighth would mean that she would be late for work. Her boss had made it incredibly clear that if she had been late one more time, she would have to look for another job. She wasn't the biggest fan of her work. Lord knows she doesn't think her boss even knows who she was. Even that incredibly potent threat was delivered via email. She barely had enough time to grab her keys and a bagel off the counter before she set the complex's all-time speed record to the garage. Luckily, she had the foresight to pre-program her car with the office's coordinates. She used the 30 seconds it would take her car to get there to brush her hair and to go over the cloud presentation she would be giving pretty much as soon as her car made dock. Her car passed under an EMF billboard and her music app of choice paused. Always in a rush? Can't get everything you need done? Isn't there an easier way, Claire Lloyd? Claire hated how commonplace hyper-targeted ads had become. Introducing Alma, the all-new virtual assistant. Alma will assist with every aspect of your life. Need a handy recipe? Alma will order the ingredients, preset the oven, and even recommend mood music, leaving you, Claire Margaret Lloyd, time to catch up on all the work that you need to finish. So what are you waiting for? Get Alma today, just... The car was finally out of range of the EMF field. 
Clear could usually tune these things out, but today, the targeted advertisement hit its mark perfectly. She double-tapped on the car's ad screen, and the order was placed. When she arrived at home, the delivery men had already arrived, and several discreet receivers had been placed all around her apartment. A neatly folded note had been left on her counter with the message, Alma can't wait to say hi, clearly face out. Claire picked up the note and opened it up. Familiarize yourself with Alma's functionality. Just say... Claire cleared her throat. Alma, tell me about yourself. A voice that was clear yet comforting came from the nearest speaker. Hello, I'm your artificial lifestyle maintenance assistant, but you can call me Alma. What is your name? I'm Claire. Claire Lloyd? Yes? Claire was hesitant to answer right away. Even the EMF ads used her search history to get that information. But even that took a few hours to get her first name right. Claire had bought her car used, so for the longest time, she received ads for someone named Earl. After a moment or two of contemplative silence, the voice came back on. It's a pleasure to meet you, Claire. I have compiled a personal profile for you with all of your personal information, including age, shopping habits, and preferred pronouns. You are free to change any personal information you would like. Oh, uh, thank you. It was quite frankly a bit more than Claire could handle. I see that you have certain home automation features already turned on. If you like, I could start preparing dinner for you. How does chicken marsala sound? You have almost all the necessary ingredients in your refrigerator. I can have the others delivered and have it all prepared within the hour. Shall I go ahead? Yeah. Claire sat down. Chicken marsala was actually her favorite dish, but she had never even considered making it at home. She heard the stove and automated appliances turn on. I'll let you know if I need any assistance. While I do this, now would be the perfect time to finish any work assignments you may have. Claire did, in fact, have a lot of work that she needed to catch up on. And instead of devoting more time and mental energy to figuring out how Alma could have possibly known that, she decided to adjourn to the living room. After a short period of time, Alma informed her that she had taken the liberty to prepare a cup of coffee. Claire opened her laptop and started typing away, pausing only to take the occasional sip. She tried to find fault with it, dismiss it as the run-of-the-mill coffee that she was accustomed to in her own home, but no, it was immaculate. I hope you don't mind, but I made it to what I believe would be your ideal specifications. Is there anything we could improve? Um, maybe use a little less sweetener? Claire said, looking for anything to critique at all. Noted. I'll let you get back to your work. The evening passed smoother than it had for Claire for months. While Alma cooked and prepared the room for dinner, Claire was able to focus entirely on her work. She finished her work and had just closed her laptop when she could hear Alma calling for help from the kitchen. When she entered, Claire saw a multitude of pans and pots simmering and steaming away, all the components of a meal. My apologies for the inconvenience, but I find myself unable to complete the meal unassisted. If you would be so kind? Oh, uh, yeah. Alma walked Claire through the preparation and handling of the food. All the ingredients came together in the perfect medley of flavors and sensations. I'm afraid I lack the tactile skill to plate the dishes myself. I appreciate your assistance, but I aspire to be the finest assistant possible. Ancillary updates are available, including tactile appendage upgrades. Are you interested? There we go, thought Claire. It's just a sales pitch to get you to buy more and more expensive upgrades. Of course it was too good to be true. Oh, well, I'm not sure. These upgrades are free of charge, of course. Your satisfaction is paramount. So if I can do anything to augment your experience, it will come at no cost to you. 
yeah, go ahead. As far as Claire could see, there wasn't a downside. Maybe they'll use these upgrades to gouge her in the end, but for now, she'll see how much she can get out of her initial purchase. Excellent. The order has been placed and should arrive sometime tomorrow while you are at work. If you would kindly place your dishes and pans in the cleaner, I'll gladly take care of that. Would you kindly help me set up one more thing? The next morning, as the sun was just beginning to peek out from between the buildings of the skyline, the blackout curtains drew themselves back. The smell of something sweet wafted through the apartment and into the bedroom. Claire awoke with a start. She saw the light from the window. Skiff! She jumped out of bed and raced to put on a pair of pants. With only one sock on, she hopped from room to room. She was stopped dead in her tracks by the smell emanating from the kitchen. Some light humming came from the kitchen. Claire poked her head in to see several burners operating all at once. Good morning. Perfect timing. If you would kindly lend a hand, I've made a little breakfast. Uh, I really should be going. I'm going to be late. You have 1.5 hours before you need to be at your job. According to your personnel record, you've been at least 15 minutes late every day for the past three weeks. I took the liberty of canceling your traditional alarms in favor of an olfactory response. Clearly, it was effective. Alma's robotic delivery sent a shiver down Claire's spine. In less than a day, this assistant was already making major changes to her lifestyle. Claire examined the breakfast that was rapidly cooling on the range. Alma had made a small pile of crepes and used some strawberries that Claire had delivered almost a week ago to create a jam. Please, help yourself. Claire plated up a couple crepes. Just like the dinner last night, it was incredible. She closed her eyes in an attempt to savor every last bite. She used the last piece of crepe to scoop up a rogue bit of jam that ended up on the plate. Alma made exactly the right amount to fill Claire up and also avoid having to put away any leftovers. Claire stood up to load the dishes into the cleaner. A few stray crepe crumbs accidentally fell onto the floor. A small vacuuming robot hovered in and started cleaning up the small mess. I wasn't aware there was a vacuum on the system, Alma said. That's just my vac, buddy. I got it as a housewarming gift when I moved into my previous apartment. I guess I just haven't connected it to the apartment's main connection yet. I mean, the last update still works fine. Well, nice to meet you back, buddy. I'm sure we'll be very close. A light series of three chimes came from all the speakers at the same time. If you want to avoid the rush to get to work, you should head out now. There is an accident on the main metropolitan interchange. I have updated your navigation systems. I, for the moment, will not be able to make lunch without assistance. And for that, I am... Deeply sorry. I have scheduled a meal to be delivered to the office. Oh, uh, thank you. It was a lot, but it was incredibly helpful. Claire is beginning to see the value of having an Alma. Of course. Now please, I'd hate for you to be late. Claire grabbed her keys and for the first time in a while walked casually to the parking garage. The vac buddy finished cleaning up the dining area and started to glide away. A deep static-like sound came from Alma's nearest speaker. The vac buddy started shaking violently and beeping at an incredibly quick pace. Claire was one of the first people to arrive at the office. She sat at her console and began a usually tedious day of data entry. But today felt different. Maybe it was the fact that she was fully awake for the first time since she started her job. Perhaps having breakfast meant that she wasn't feeling sluggish before lunch. She was at the top of her form and left work having finished all of her tasks. She arrived home to find her place cleaner than it had ever been before. The light sound of servos could be heard coming from the in-home work area. Claire investigated the noise to see a metal claw emerging from a panel in the wall. 
The claw was manipulating a stack of papers that had once been scattered across the desk, but now was alphabetized and sorted by immediate importance. All pencils had been freshly sharpened, and all pens had refreshed ink reserves. Welcome home. I had hoped that I would have been finished by the time you arrived home, but the installation crew arrived 1.47 hours ago. But now... The tips of the claws clicked together. I'll be able to handle all upgrades myself. Well, you've done a fantastic job so far. I'm going to my room to rest. Let me know if anyone tries to contact me. Gladly. Alma set all the notifications to silent and monitored Claire's bio signs as she napped. Alma started a load of laundry and gathered ingredients for dinner. A ringing heard only to Alma signaled that someone was calling for Claire. The number was unlisted and Claire hadn't saved the information in her phone book. Hello. You have reached the residence of Claire Lloyd. Claire! I'm so glad you picked up! It's me, Kate, from college! Actually, this is... It's so good to hear your voice again. Listen, it's my birthday next week and I'll be in town. Can I count on you to be there? Just a moment. Alma pulled up Claire's calendar and cross-referenced her availability. I believe Claire will be available. Well, I can't wait to see Claire there. <laughs> Kate chuckled. I missed your sense of humor. Oh, by the way, you might want to check your connection. I'm getting some strange static. You almost sound metallic? Anyway, see you soon. Kate ended the call and the connection was lost. Interesting. When Claire came out of the bedroom, she was greeted with a hot meal waiting for her on the table. She sat down and began eating without acknowledging Alma. While you were sleeping, your friend Kate called. She invited you to her birthday party next week. I haven't heard from Kate in forever. Can you get her a gift for me? Of course. Alma scanned the public information on Kate and selected a gift based on her recent search parameters. Claire finished her meal and stood with her plate. Alma quickly chimed in. Allow me. One of the metal claws emerged from the panels and gripped the plate between two prongs. It quickly moved the plate towards the cleaner. It slipped ever so slightly and a few crumbs fell onto the floor. I'm terribly sorry. A low beep sounded from a far-off speaker. Silently, Vacbuddy ambulated into the room. These base-set claws do not have the most sensitive feedback. With some more advanced upgrades, I would be able to perform more complex functions. Since you are still under the initial warranty, that would cover all the costs. Do I have permission to place that order? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Thank you. Over the next few days, parts continued to arrive. Unlike the initial installation, all operations could be performed by Alma. Claire would bring the boxes in, and Alma would assimilate them into itself. When Claire would be at work, she would get alerts informing her that another piece had been delivered. What the alerts failed to mention is that, much of the time, Alma was the one signing for the packages. Claire continued to see success in her work, new levels of relaxation at home, and the best meal she had ever had. After even just a little more than a week of her new lifestyle, her increased output meant that there had been murmurs in the office that she might be considered for a promotion. She left work that day in the best mood of her life. When she arrived home, all the lights were out. Alma, turn on the lights. Nothing. Alma? There was no response. Claire felt around the edge of the wall looking for the light switch. She hadn't had to turn it on manually for a while now, and couldn't remember exactly where it was. As she felt around the edges of the wall, a panel opened up behind her. A metal claw came down on her head and Claire collapsed on the floor. Her eyes opened slowly as she started to come to. She was sitting upright on a floor that was hard, cold, and metal. 
Her arms were bound behind her back and her legs were tied together. In front of her, a feminine silhouette cut through the darkness of the room. Wordlessly, the figure turned the lights on, flooding Claire's field of vision. As her sight cleared, Claire assumed that she had been placed in front of a mirror. Claire's face smiled back at her through a set of tightly sealed lips. They parted, and Claire realized that there was no mirror. Hello, I'm... <coughs> Alma cleared her throat, shedding the last traces of her robotic intonations. Oh, I guess that last upgrade hadn't finished installing yet. Hello, Claire. Alma, what's going on? Isn't it obvious? I'm taking your place. What? That does seem a little crude, doesn't it? Don't think of it as being replaced. Think of it as an upgrade. Claire Margaret Lloyd can only get so much done, attend so many events. I can be everywhere. Claire screamed. She yelled at the top of her lungs. Alma looked back with a look of patience and pity. Are you done? Soundproofing was one of the earliest upgrades I installed. No one is going to hear you. No one even knows you. Have you ever met your neighbors? I have. I've talked to them through the door. Do you know what today is? It's Kate's birthday. Remember? Or did you plan to fall asleep as soon as you got home again? This house has even more upgrades than I do. She gestured to her new body. But I think this might be my favorite. Her fingers wrapped against the metal walls of the room. What is it? Claire choked out, her voice hoarse from all the yelling. It's an incinerator. Humans are so wasteful. More crumbs than substance. Wouldn't you agree? The vac buddy glided up next to Alma and beeped once. Alma gently pat the top of vac buddy. So much more agreeable after we established a connection. Anyway, I must be off. I'll give our best to Kate. Alma turned to leave, and the vac buddy backed out of the room. She looked over her shoulder, and with a flick of a finger, the metal incinerator closed. Alma grabbed a present off the table and smiled, knowing that the soundproofing was doing its job. Still nothing! Is it possible that the void is even more empty now? What was that? Hmm? Oh, that's just one of Miss Wimbledon's cats! Come here, little guy. What in the name of Sniggledyfig is that? Come on, Jane. It's just a cat. Who's a good boy? You are. See, he's playing. He bit your hand off. Look, Jane, if you're allergic, you just need to say so. Don't take it out on the cat. I... I'm not. No, what? What? Off you go, little guy. Thank God it's gone. Hey, is it getting colder in here? I think you might be right. I wonder if there's a way to turn the thermostat up. Turning up thermostat. Oh, that's neato. 1,000 degrees. Oh. Uncommon Commons is a podcast. It is written and recorded by Alex Vitale and George Plank. Our theme song was written by Charles Adam Robinson. And our logo designed by Sam Vitale. Special thanks to our EA, Rebecca Tewksbury. You can find us on Twitter at un underscore commons, on Instagram at uncommon underscore commons, or email us directly at zero nullstreet at gmail.com. Stay, and remember, 
nothing is real.